In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. When you go to church, if you see white vestments, you see the altar, you see the white stuff, see the white flowers, see the priest, um, white. You know it's a special day. Now next Sunday we're going to have purple, because next Sunday is Advent Sunday. Two weeks from today, the new rector's coming, and we're going to have a light shining all over the world, the new rector. But today is the last Sunday of the church year, because Advent begins a new year. There are a thousand calendars on the planet today. Everyone on the planet, do you think? I don't know. I was thinking. Does everybody know that it's 2023? I mean, this was only kicked up in the year 600, you know. This calendar we've got now called the Gregorian calendar. Before that, it was all this, that, and the other. Um, and uh, the two biggest festivals, religious festivals ever on the planet are one done by the Muslims when they go to Mecca, be a million people there. But about three weeks ago, the Hindus had a thing about their new year. I mean, it is a giant thing. Million, million people. So there are all these different calendars. We go by the calendar, right? 2023, we got our own church calendar. And the beginning of the year is next Sunday, Advent, four Sundays, then Christmas. We're gonna wear white vestments for Christmas, for Easter, for the baptism of Jesus, for the transfiguration of Jesus, and for today, the Feast of Christ the King. Because this is the end of the year, and we believe at the end of the world, at the end of the world, Christ will be the King. Okay? That's where we are. Christ is the King. Jesus said, when the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, he will sit on the throne of his glory, and he will separate the sheep from the goats. So today we celebrate Christ the King. It's something that we believe. It's our Christian story. It's our Christian picture of the world. There are about 200 nations on the planet right now. There are 194 members of the United Nations, but actually there are 225 nations. If you keep the Vatican, if you count the Vatican State as a nation, it must be true. I looked it up online, right? And um, so there, there are 200 nations, and 43 of them are monarchies today. There are 43 monarchies out there, but there are eight of them that are absolute monarchies. Absolute. And what that means is if, if you criticize the king, they'll kill you. they got no Bill of Rights where they have a, an absolute monarchy. Most of the monarchs on the, place, on the face of the earth today, 35 of them, they don't have much influence. They don't have much influence. But when we think that Christ is the king, we ask ourselves, first of all, how much influence does Christ have in our lives now? How much influence does Christ have in our lives now? And maybe, in a way, that's the fundamental question that Christians want to ask themselves. Um, we want Christ to have influence. We want Christ. Somebody drew a picture and said, when you, when you choose Christian faith, you choose to get off the throne 
and let somebody else get on the throne of your life. So Christ the King. You know that there are two meanings to the word end, the end of the world. One means the conclusion, the end. We have reached the end. And every, every generation of Christians have figured, this is going to be the time. This is going to be the time, right? And there are a thousand. If, if there are four generations in a century, it's been going on for 2,000 years, right? This is going to be the time. Nobody knows when it's going to be the time. But the conclusion of the world. I mean, it's going to happen for me pretty shortly when I come to a conclusion of my life, right? Um, the end, the conclusion. But you also know that the word end means the goal. The end justifies the means. The end justifies the means. If you're going to do a good thing, if that's the goal, then you can do anything to achieve it. Can you do a bad thing to achieve a good end is one of the great questions of human experience. Can you do a bad thing to achieve a good end? One of our beliefs as Christians is that the purpose of the universe, okay, that's big, right? The purpose of the universe is for everyone to be like Jesus Christ. Okay? Everyone be like Jesus Christ. That's going to be great, right? When that happens, we are in a you know you ever hear the thing? God, be patient with me. God is not finished with me yet. That's where we all are, right? We're all on this journey. We're trying hard some days to let Christ influence us more. So Christ the King. What we believe about Jesus. He's the Son of God. He's the Savior of the world. We're going to say all this stuff in the Nicene Creed in a few minutes. It's important. But from a practical point of view, maybe the most important thing is what Jesus tells us to do. You heard it in the Gospel reading today. You did this, you did that. You didn't do this, you didn't do that. I don't know if you ever noticed here on the front of the altar is this thing, whatever you call it, um, it's got a, a shepherd's crook. That's because this is the Church of the Good Shepherd. And it's got an Alpha and an Omega. Alpha and Omega. Jesus Christ is the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. The whole thing is wrapped up in him. So if our belief is that the purpose of the universe is for human beings to be like Jesus Christ. What is Jesus Christ like? Jesus has two jobs, to tell us what God is like and to tell us what a real human life is like. Those are two jobs. And in the Bible reading today, we get about a, as good a definition as there are. You think? Matthew 25. I printed it out on my own piece of paper so I could mark it up. Um, when the king, when the son comes in his glory and sits on the throne, he'll separate the sheep from the goats. And, um, well, you know this story, right? You know this story. You've heard it a thousand times, but it's a wonderful story. Uh, he said to the, to the good guys, um, I was in trouble and you helped me. And uh, they said, Bless, he said, blessed are you. You've done the right thing. And they said, really? Oh, good for us. When did we do the right thing? We did the right thing, Jesus said, 
when we took care of the least of those among us. The operative word here, I think, is the word care, care. You know the word care, take care? Um, the, 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 the people who did it right said, when did we, when did we do all this good stuff? And he said, when you took care of the other people. When you took care of the other people, you're taking care of me, really. And then these other people said, get out of here. You didn't do the right thing. Why not? When did we not do it? You didn't take care. So caring is the great, I don't know, what do you think is the great Christian virtue that the, the theologians say is humility? You know, false pride. That's complicated, really, because pride's such a good thing, unless it's false pride. False pride, that's the worst thing there is. And the best thing there is is humility. But there are those of us who think that really the heart of the matter is to take care. Take care. What are you going to care about? Well, I care about my team. I got a problem because one of our kids is a Gator, one's a Seminole. I didn't know who to go for yesterday. Uh, you know, um, I care. I care about my NFL team. I care about the neighbors. I care about the people in Israel. I care about the people in South Sudan. There are 37 wars going on today. You know that? 37 wars. You care. We care. You just need to care because that's what Jesus Christ is all about. We have the word care, compassion, empathy. Uh, this is what our Christian story is about. So Christ shows us what God is like. God is a God of compassion, we believe. We believe that, don't we? God is a God of compassion and benevolence. And we believe that being like Christ is the best thing we can do. And what is he like? He's like care. He's like he cares. He's a Christ of compassion. So the end of the world is the reign of Christ, um, all of us. And we're going to pray in a few minutes, as we always do, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And so today is a day when we celebrate that part of our faith. We, we pray, we work on it, that Christ will have more influence in our lives and through us more influence in the world around us. And that's what we mean when we celebrate the feast of Christ the King. Amen.